Anyway, all right, moving on. Uh, I love this matchup right here. This is one of my favorite matchups of both season in one of my favorite cities, Wisconsin-Arizona State, because Wisconsin is secretly kind of the party school of the Midwest. Like They had that show on MTV, remember, where they gave the kids the individual cameras? <laughs> it was a disaster. Yeah, it was so funny. Wisconsin? Oh, yeah, one, What's a party some, in Wisconsin? Right. Oh, Wisconsin's a big party school. You gotta, yeah, gotta, the Badgers. The big 10 parties different than you guys. Dude, they, they tailgate for hockey games. You know, and no, it's there's you know, nothing else coming by. They, they bury it. They're like, oh, that's not an MIP. That's just a, a mound of snow. Like, think about it. You're snowed in for eight months. What are you going to do? Yeah. Drink. There's nothing else do. to do in Wisconsin. Arizona State, just, they're not snowed in. There's a lot to do in Tempe, Arizona, and they still do nothing but drink. So Max. it's a very interesting meeting of the styles here, right? Max, you're oversimplified. Everyone in Arizona State is better looking than everyone at Wisconsin. That's a good you point. Always yes. take the Wisconsin's better tens character. are Arizona State's fours, and I mean that yes. for men and women. I mean that for yes. men and women. Right. Yes. It's it, there's no look different. Different regions of Europe migrated <laughs> to different parts of America. They got the ugly region. I can't help it that it's the Puritans of Northern Germany and the, you know, they produced ugly people. Like, I'm sorry, sue me. Mm-hmm. Not my fault. Sure. I'm going to go with hotness in this one. And I think Arizona yes. State takes it away from Wisconsin uh, in a really, really boring 14 to 7 game. Man, I'm really hurt because I look a lot more like a Wisconsin person <laughs> than an Arizona State person. Buddy, your words, um, not mine. Well, I'm I'm hurt by that. Um, oh, I have my man. note here somewhere, but but are you rocking? Uh, Wisconsin wins. It might be three nothing. Um, but it's going to be a Big Ten. Forget win. picks. Forget picks. What's the total on this game? What's what's the total? Uh, Forty two and a half, I believe. <laughs> oh, hammer the under. Wisconsin hasn't scored twenty points in a game since nineteen oh four. <laughs> Back when the Ford Pass used to result in a turnover, that's the last time they were able to do it. Oh my goodness! Uh, in Arizona State, I'm looking it up. I don't think they've really done much of anything. They've struggled I, last couple games. Dude, not I, too impressive. Edwards, I I'm not gonna lie. I was so excited about that hire when he went there, and boy, has that been underwhelming. But anyway, um, moving on from Utah Junior. We are going to go up the trails. Oh, this is a fun one. Oh, daddy. Oh, man. Spit it out. Does Wake Forest beat the best four-loss team in the country this year? No. By the way, in case you guys don't know, it's Texas A&M. Texas A&M under Jimbo Fisher is always the best in certain number of embarrassingly frustrating losses here team in the country. They lose five. They're the best five-loss team. This year they only lost four. They're the best four-loss team in the country. Um, Which they are. Boy, that would be something because here's here's the thing. What I just said about Clemson applies on the other side of that coin. It's Wake Forest. Can you imagine the message boards? Like I may create an account and pay to have it on a Texas A&M message board if, this, if they lose to Wake Forest because they will – I mean, it would be collective mind loss, right? Drake – Drake, I know where you're going with this game. So do you want to go first and get the people happy about Wake Forest? Or do you want to go second? I can bring you way down first. Drake, why do you look like you're trying not to tell me my cat died? What's going yeah. on? What do you go, go first, Dave. Go first. No, no, no. Okay. I want to hear Drake. I, Dave's, your face isn't as interesting. Drake, you look like, literally like my mom did the he first time. He knows what I'm going to say. He's upset. 
I know what he's going to say. That's why I'm going to let yeah. him go first. Mm-hmm. Okay, go first, Dave. Wake is an awful football team. They're not good. They All of their wins were shitty and all of their losses were bad. Um, they have the most overrated quarterback in the entire ACC, if not the country. Um, aside from their quarterback play being the best thing and that still being shitty, they're not good at anything else. Uh, they shouldn't have beat us. If we played them 10 more times, I think we win 10. Um, and they're going to lose by 35. 35. They tried their best. <laughs> I hate to say this right now so much. <laughs> yeah, Wake's not going to win this game primarily because they probably oh. have the worst defense in the history of Power 5 this past entire year. Um, man, I hate to say that because I don't think Texas A&M is that good. I quite frankly think that Jimbo Fisher missed the bus with both of his QBs. I think that's why I kind of see right now he's kind of overcompensating with probably the best recruiting class I think I have ever seen overall. I mean, you saw Zach Casas gone, but like he's going to get another five-star. It doesn't matter for him. But Wake's defense is awful even though i do push back that the team that we played that wake team we played when they were fully healthy would smoke any of these teams right now out of the water they were that good early in the year so yeah i I agree with that with wake i mean they don't that's the problem of the school like wake forest is that they can build a really good 22 man starting starting lineup but they just they don't have a two deep Mm -hmm. and once people get hurt which i mean danny you know better than anyone here like you're gonna have out of 22 guys over 12 games people are gonna get hurt it's just it's just the fact of life. And when that happens on a team that can't afford anyone to get hurt, you see what you saw with Wake. I think – I don't want to sound condescending, you know. but there's no way to say this without it sounding condescending. This was a historically good season for Wake Forest, right? They've won the conference one time. This is right up there with that season. It sucks they lost, but down the stretch, they lost to Clemson. They lost to NC State, I believe, right? No, they, they won lost that Pitt. game. They won that – okay, so who, who's their other loss? So it was UNC. Clemson. We were in the Bahamas. UNC, UNC. I'm sorry, UNC and Pitt, all games that really would have been – they're kind of the opposite of us this year, right? We lost all the games that kind of didn't matter if we lost, and we were really in there on all the games that were statement wins or made statement wins other than Florida. Like, almost beat number five, you know, Notre Dame. Like, we beat UNC when it mattered. We went out there and beat Syracuse to end an 0-4 skid. Wake Forest won, like, 10 games that didn't really matter, and then they lost their in-state rival. They lost to Clemson and then they lost in the championship game. And it's like, okay, cool. You're 10 and three and you're probably going to lose to Texas A&M, but good season guys. I would give you a participation trophy if I believed in those, but when those hit my hand, I immediately light them on fire. So let's move on to a big 10 SEC matchup down in Tampa, Florida, the Outback Bowl. Funny story. First moved to Tampa where I resided for now. Turns out to be seven months. Really? Yeah, yeah. so I texted my buddy, Tony, who uh, some of our listeners that went to Florida State with me would know, Mr. Tony Campana. He's a guy of high standards, all right? It's cool. I love Tony, and uh, but he's he doesn't screw around. So I was like, let's get a drink. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's go to uh, to out, to out the Outback down in South Tampa. I was like, okay, the Outback. I'll look. I'll try to find that. So I get the maps out, and I drive there, and I pull in, and like, it's an Outback Steakhouse. And I was like, is this dude punking me? And sure enough, here comes Tony Campana, rolls up in his black Range Rover with black rims and 5% limo tent windows, you know, hops out in like his Lululemon shorts. Like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, man, are we at the Outback? He's like, yeah, 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 I love this place. Come on, come in. I was like, this is so out of character for you. Why are we here? It's like, oh, it's uh, Outback was founded in Tampa, Florida. So apparently it was founded in Tampa. They have the Outback Bowl there. And this year they're bringing my alma mater, Penn State, down there to play Arkansas, and boy, 
what a matchup. I mean, is it, is it really, you have one team. Well, here's what I think. And Danny, I want you to chime in. I want you to be Mm -hmm. the next speaker on this. I'm biased because of my degree from Penn state, but I think Penn state is probably better than their record this year. And I think that Arkansas is a lot worse than their record this year. I also think Penn state got better towards the end of the season and Arkansas got worse and it's the sec. I just, I, again, I love the collective meltdown of if Penn state wins this game by 21, Arkansas fans are going to probably try to run the guy out of town who six weeks ago, they would have paid $150 each to, you know, touch the the tail of his t-shirt. But what do you think is going to happen, Danny? Um, yeah, I think Penn state wins get this one big um, with Clifford coming back. He already said he's coming back next year. Penn State was seven to five this year. Their five losses were by a combined twenty-one points. They beat Iowa if Clifford doesn't go down. And when was that triple against, overtime or what seven overtime BS? If he doesn't get hurt against Iowa, they don't lose to Illinois. It was a three-point game against Ohio State in the fourth quarter. It was a they were beating Michigan, and Michigan got like a forty-eight-yard pass to their tight end. They were in it with Michigan State. I mean, this is a team that if they stay healthy all year, and you know you've been saying about this for Penn State two years in a row, this is a New Year's Six team. Um, yep. Hands down, I don't really think anyone – I think if they're healthy, they're the second-best team in the Big Ten. Um, and I think they, they're they bringing everybody back. They lost their D coordinator, but we'll see what happens with that. But I expect Penn State to roll in this one pretty big. Yeah, dude, I got to say, man, uh, if you guys want an early pick for next year, the minute it comes out, if the over-under win total for Penn State is nine or below, hammer it. They should be the bounce-back team going into next year, Um, I think. I think Manny Diaz is a phenomenal pickup at D coordinator. I can say that now because now he's no longer the Miami coach. He's now an FSU alumni and coaching at, you know, my other alma mater. I think I think that again. I, I couldn't think of a better pickup for Penn State than Manny Diaz, and frankly, I couldn't think of a better spot for Manny Diaz to end up. It's a little weird. It's a little off the beaten path, but you know, I'm excited to see how he does there. I, I think they're going to start next year's like bounce back to be better than their record by just beating Sam Pittman into the ground. Um, I I just I don't think this Arkansas team is any good. I mean, I think they beat Texas A&M, and then the wheels fell off. I mean they. They're eight and four, but you look at it and you're like, how? Kind of like Dave said, I've watched them with my eyes, and I just do not understand how this team got that record. But, Drake, Dave, do you guys have a dissenting opinion on this, counselors? No, pit easy. Penn State easy, I mean. I think Penn State's offense sucks. Uh, I don't think Sean Clifford is a – I think he's probably the Big Ten version of Bo Nix. And also, Penn State does not have a running game at all. Like, when I say that Big Ten offenses suck, I mainly use Penn State as an example. But I will Fair. say, I was kind of, when you first said, like, oh, take the over nine and a half wins, I'm like, are you sure? But then you look at the schedule, it kind of helps reason to that, but also... No, no, nine or lower. Don't take nine and a half. If it's nine or lower, if it's nine or eight and a half, take it. Don't take nine oh, and a okay. half. I don't, I don't trust them okay. at 10, but I think nine games is an easy... A, a two-win jump for them mm-hmm. next year, I think, is is very doable. And I think Vegas will set it at eight and a half to try to get action on both sides. Okay, but then out to this game though. With your point, I think Arkansas is not as good as eight and four kind of record indicates, but I do think they have the better quarterback and the better dynamic player in KJ Jefferson, the quarterback. So I'm actually going to go with Arkansas in this game. Hey man, sometimes you got to side with the guy that's getting the ball snapped to him every play. So I hey, I agree with that. Let's go up 
to are, are you guys is there anything else you guys want to hit or y'all ready to go new year's six because i think oh no 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 max let I me just cut okay oh yeah we gotta do that one okay but i, I just want to say i think this might be in the past what's it been seven years now this is the eighth year this may be the best new year's six slate i've ever seen and i'm super pumped for it but dave I'm handing over hosting duties to you because this is this is your baby. Oh, so please oh, oh, oh. take okay. it away. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are not sponsored by this company, but I want you to know about their product. <laughs> Duke's mayonnaise makes everything you put it on more enjoyable. If they made a milk that I could put in my cereal, it could taste exactly the same, and I would still use it. It you has just the twang. Duke's mayo in your cereal. I I'll consider doing it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it on air if it's sponsored. Uh, th- that's perfectly fine. I love Duke's mayonnaise. You should love Duke's mayonnaise. It makes everything taste good. My God, is it good. Speaking of good, uh, Drake, I've been high on a team that you've been, I think, low on all year, and that would be North Carolina. This is the Carolina Bowl. Dude, I had them win the entire conference. We don't talk about that. Okay, maybe it was next time. I don't know. Was- I've been higher on North Carolina than everyone else. And they're playing <laughs> South. They're playing South Carolina. It's the Carolina Bowl. Uh, one of the two Carolinas is the lesser of the two because South Carolina hasn't been good at football as long as any of us have been alive. Probably our parents too. Um, so yeah, guys, how much is North Carolina going to win by, and how come? How much is North Carolina going to win by, and how come? What a fun grammatical exercise gonna, that was. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll pop that balloon real quick. Um, yeah, Danny, you take you this because I think we're on the same wavelength there. <laughs> South Carolina wins this game easily. Hands down. Without not Spencer close. Rattler, huh? Yeah, what do you guys think about the Spencer Rattler going to South Carolina? Like, was that Well, he's not playing game? in this game, which helps South Carolina. No, I know. Right. No, I'm, it's an interesting game here. Um, I don't know if I'm going to take South Carolina outright, but South Carolina plus seven is – Plus nine, my guy. It's plus nine. I love this, man. New Year's Eve day. I think 30 days of September, April, June. The day before New Year's Eve day, uh, 11.30 in the morning, getting us started nice and early. Love it. Yeah, I'm on South Carolina here. Can Sam Howell change his draft mm. stock with this game? No. no Sam I, Howell needs to come back so. for next year. I think so, too, kind of. His hands I are agree with small. that. I'm so telling so you. So is so Joe Burrows, though. Yeah, but he was tall. You can't be short and have small hands. You got to have the height if you're going to have the small hands. That's well, a I don't play quarterback. There, there are point. two predictors I look at, <laughs> and when I get better, yeah, yeah. Wait, what did it's, it's, it's not the hands. Uh, well, I don't play quarterback, Greg. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to the concluding segments of our bowl spectacular here with the New Year's Six, and I love to see the diversity in this New Year's Six. Since the New Year's Six became the New Year's Six eight years ago. There are four teams that have not been to one, although did Pitt go to one because Clemson went to a championship when they played in the in the conference championship? Did, Pitt, did Clemson go to the playoff that year? I mean, Clemson went to the playoff. I think they did. The, the point is, look, here's our New Year's Six roster, right? We got Michigan State, Pittsburgh, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, Utah, Ole Miss, Baylor, Michigan, Georgia, Alabama, Cincinnati. It feels a little more – refreshed than at the beginning of the year when we were just complaining about how, Hey, it's going to be the same four teams, blah, blah, blah. So I do want to walk through these matchups and I want to give our listeners some good analysis and let you guys know what you should expect on these. I want to go uh, 
two and two to make it go a little faster. So I'm going to call out the game. Gentlemen, buzz in with your hand. And if you have a strong opinion, I'd like to hear it. If you don't really care about the game, let two other people take it. Let's start with Ole Miss and Baylor, January 1st, 8.45 p.m., Sugar Bowl, New Orleans. Who wants it? Go ahead. All right. Me and Daniel take it. I like it. Danny, what you got, buddy? Um, big, big Lane Kiffin guy here. But mm-hmm. not going to happen. Dave Rand is going to have Baylor, Baylor Bears up. Sikkim, Sikkim Bears. Um, I think Levy leaving hurts Ole Miss more than people realize. Um, but big Baylor guy here. Defense travels. Offense is going to be a little tougher. And where is this game at? It's what in New Orleans. It? It's in New Orleans. It's a Sugar Bowl. I wasn't sure if this was uh, the Cotton Bowl or not. But um, you never know what Lane Kiffin's getting into the night before. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Baylor. I'm gonna take him pretty big here too. So Baylor I have an interesting tidbit about Lane Kiffin, and uh, I'm not gonna disclose my source. And he told me something very interesting about how Lane Kiffin used to schedule meetings on Saturdays, like on game day, just in the mornings, whatever you know. And uh, it was very odd, but Lane is one of those guys. He does not really, he's kind of like, yeah, by about Thursday night, Lane's like, yeah, I'm as ready as I'm going to be for this game. It's all good. We'll figure it out. So do I think he'll adopt that attitude here? Because it's a bowl game? No. Because it's in New Orleans? Yes. Yes. I Let me put it this way. I don't think Lane Kiffin will be in New Orleans on New Year's Eve. I think Joey Freshwater will be. And I think yeah. because of that, we will probably see a Baylor victory. I think Dave Aranda, oh. by the way, is coaching for a bigger job. <laughs> you went the wrong think... way with that. Yeah, that's because uh, I thought you were going all this there. That was weird. How is that how is your coach going out and meeting <laughs> co-eds gonna help you win a football He's gonna though? Be loose. He's gonna be loose. He's gonna like, boost his confidence. Yep. Guys, I uh, yeah, I'm not with you on yeah. that. I'm sorry. Knock on wood if you're with me, man. No one's knocking. So I, I think that, yeah, Dave Aranda is going to have his team ready to play. I think Dave Aranda is one of those guys who, like, just sucks. Like, you look at him and it's like, he's that guy that just takes everything so seriously. And you're like, could we just pump the brakes? But because of that, probably gets a big win here. Next New Year's Six game, we've got Ohio State versus the best three-loss team in the country, Utah. And before we get to the game, I want to round the horn on this bad boy. This is a constant narrative I've heard from the media, and I want to know if you guys agree or disagree. Utah has been very championed. Uh, They have been held up as the team that proves the need for playoff expansion because it's kind of that narrative of like, that is a team no one would want to draw in a 12-team playoff, even though they have three losses. Agree or disagree? I agree because they should be in the playoff because they're a power five champ. Agreed. I agree too, because that's a team that I think you've seen in baseball all the time, a team that for some reason they just always come out like super different on Saturdays, especially with Kyle Whittingham has been there for what, 12, 15 years now at this point. And that's definitely a team that, you know, if they're ranked eighth or ninth, they would definitely probably be a higher seated team. Cause we see right now every year, one team that's in the top four is not a top four team. And that team would all probably always lose every year to Utah. Well, Max, I just like your narrative. Oh, go ahead, well, go ahead. Let me answer your question. Uh, no. And it's for the reason that there's only a certain number of teams in the country that I care to see try to win a championship. 
a three-loss Utah team is not one of the teams I think should even have the opportunity to try for it. They've already played the game. They lost three of them. If if they get to go into a playoff to vie for a championship, those games they played didn't matter. I don't like that. Yeah, I, so here's the thing. I oscillate back and forth between what you just said because I do agree with that and then realizing that that's just the curmudgeon in me, right, of like, well, in the NFL, those games don't matter. Like, in FCS, those games don't matter because you get 16 teams in the playoff. Like, it, that just might be where the sport's headed, where it's like, okay, no longer is it a win every single game. It's a win enough to get in the playoffs type competition. So I don't know if fundamentally I think it needs to be a win every game competition anymore. Um, that being said, they lost on the road at BYU in the second game of the season. Uh, they then lost an, right after that loss. The next week, they lose in overtime to San Diego State, who pretty good, uh, pretty good G5 team this year. And then their other loss was Oregon State, where they actually got beat pretty good. Here's why I like Utah. They beat Oregon 38-7. And immediately, immediately, the narrative became, oh, well, you know, I mean, Oregon was probably just, you know, keeping some fire, some arrows in the quiver, keeping their powder dry. Um Maybe they're trying not to put stuff on tape. And then Utah went out there and the score, I, I, I didn't look at 7 and 38 score. to 10. Yep. Well, I have the score, but I'm saying I wish I wish I had I wish I had the box score because I think oh, they the shut numbers, them out of the first half, right? They beat them a lot better. I'm at the advanced box score, so I could see win probability and stuff. They beat them a lot better the second time. It was even uglier. And to see a team do that. That's the team that gets hot in their last five games on the way into the NCAA tournament in March. Like I, I honestly, if if you gave me odds of, I would say plus two seventy five or better in a twelve team bracket, I would throw some money on Utah to win the championship because they're hot right now. Um, I would love to see them get in it because I think they could pull some upsets. They probably end up losing to Georgia or Alabama or someone like that. But I don't Who know. Do you think so? it's a good ever since? Yeah. So I think they beat Cincinnati right now the way they're playing. Well, hold on. They play Ohio State, which is a very damn good football team. You're going to yep. tell me that they're going to beat Ohio State. Dude, Ohio State's no. defense sucks, dude. No, Ohio State's going to thrash them. It's going to be a blowout. And I'm not saying that to be funny. I actually. Oh, yeah, their defense doesn't suck, but they just fired a defensive coordinator when that was literally the one thing that held them back all year, and they got blown out by Michigan. Dave, or Dave Jesus. Drake, I just said that because you say the Big Ten always is relying on defense. Oh, they had a top Ohio- 30 defense, Ohio State. And the number one offense. I just Have don't. You, yeah, so I guess getting to the other side, I think Ohio State is probably. You guys know, by the way, if you listen to this, all of you three know I subscribe to most deserving over best. I don't give a charter of the college football playoff committee is. That to me is a joke. I, I do think you should have to deserve to be in the playoff. But if we're going with best teams in the country, Ohio State is still up there for me. Um but again, I think Utah is too. I, I'm not going to pick one here. I, I think this is going to be a really interesting no, game to watch. You can't, I think you if, can't talk all that and then ignore it. I'm not talking all this. I'm saying Utah is a team I would not want to play. And if I got plus 275, which is a long shot, I would throw some money on them to win it in a 12-teamer because I think they're hot right now. I, do they game? win this one game? I don't know. Act like this um, is the Act like this is the, the What's the line? Goal. All right. All right. What's, all right. Let's act like it's Utah what's plus the line? six. Utah's plus six. What's no no I want I want money a lot. Two oh five. Yeah okay two oh five. Yep I'm taking I would take Utah two oh five here. Oh. Yeah I think that because that's a I, we were two ten against Michigan that uh, of that Orange Bowl 
and I feel about the same as this about yeah, this. Yeah, Bro Peppers didn't play. <laughs> right, well, that's true. I mean, we really didn't. Jake Butt get injured. Yeah, he got hurt. Jake Butt did yeah. tear his ACL. Wait, yeah. wait, Jabril Peppers didn't play. No, no, I know it. No, he I didn't. Bring it up that one time. Hmm. The announcers yeah. barely mentioned it. I wish I didn't I know. Did. I was gonna say I didn't know if anyone knew that or not. Dude, it was. Right. Dude, I remember that was so funny. It's like, oh, and uh, Michigan completes a twenty-two yard pass. By the way, Jabril Peppers is now there. You're like, <laughs> wait, what? It's on defense. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm taking them. All right, so I mean, if you I guys are going to roll with them, roll with Ohio State, roll with me. I got them on the money line for Utah. Drake, oh, what are your boy. thoughts? What are your thoughts? Drake, I would take the, Utah in a heartbeat, actually, with that. Get the get the bleep button ready, bud. Get it ready. Oh, are I, you doing I just, it? I know how this is going to go. Oh, I know, too. I can't bleep you nope. out, so Godspeed. Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State. Danny, was the line? Was the total? And what are the money lines? Drake, what's the live one? I'm going to tell you anyway, you hammer Notre Dame. All right, Notre Dame is minus two. Yep. Oklahoma State is plus 105, and the over-under is at 45 and a half. All right, Mm. so I'm going to quote one of my favorite actors in one of my favorite movies in the movie Movie 43 with Terrence Howard. I love that movie. With Terrence Howard as the basketball coach. I'm so proud of you, (laughs) but y'all going to kill these boys. Notre Dame is going to show everyone on the planet why Oklahoma State was more fraudulent than Mike Gundy, not realizing he was wearing a One America News shirt. Okay, this is going to be an absolute WWE Mick Foley tax on the table, barbed wire on the two by four, hell in a cell beatdown. Oklahoma State. (laughs) has been the worst good team in the country, and it's not even close. All I hear about them, all I hear about them all year, well, their defense is so good. Their defense is good. Their defense is good. You're right. They're the first ones there to figure out what defense is. Congratulations. Who's the running game? I keep hearing about the running game. keep hearing about the running game. They were on the two-yard line. They had four chances, and they couldn't do it. In fact, everyone – all over Manny Diaz. I mean, pants down, Eric Cartman on the hood of his teacher's car taking a dump about why Manny should have let Florida State score not tried to get a goal line stand. That's why you try to get a goal line stand because sometimes teams are just not very good at football and you can stop them four times in a row. If you cannot beat Baylor by getting two yards on four plays, do the math at home, that's half a yard of play, you do not deserve to be in a New Year's Six Bowl and I think that a Notre Dame team who just lost a guy that has already adopted a Southern accent, I don't, I mean, which by the way is worse than Sandra Bullock's in the blind side. Like literally, that was a I didn't think it don't you, worse. don't you touch Sandy B. Hey, I love Sandra Bullock, but that accent was atrocious. I, I agree with Max in the statement. Great actress, horrible accent in that movie. Horrible accent. Her new movie okay. is pretty good though. Um, I mean, gosh, Max, I, Notre look- Dame. I, here's what I think. I think it will be very much like us against Florida and then against Southern Miss when Jimbo left. And it was like, yeah, we're just going to convince ourselves we're glad he left. Uh, somebody else chime in, but that, those are so my So you're comparing about. Oklahoma State to Southern Miss. Just no, so Drake, no, 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 just no, so Drake no, no, no. hears that right. No I'm, no, I'm comparing the motivation with which the staff and the players of Notre Dame are going to look at this game to the motivation with which 
our staff and our players looked at those two games. I'm not saying it's the same talent discrepancy, but I think Notre Dame is going to want to make a statement to their fan base, to their alumni, and to their boosters who write big checks that, hey, we're not going to miss a beat. We're going to be a playoff contender next year, and this is step one. You know what the funniest thing is about that? Notre Dame isn't good enough at football to do what you're saying, but they're still going to do it because that's how not good Oklahoma State is. Oklahoma State is the only team ranked in the top 14 of F+, who doesn't have, who's one of their main offensive or defensive units, isn't in the top 60. They don't have a top 60 offense. It's a wild stat. They're that bad. They're bottom half of the country, basically, in offense. Notre Dame is good enough to blow anyone out. They're, it's tough for them to score 28 in a game, I feel like. But they're going to blow Oklahoma State out. And that's embarrassing to get blown out by Notre Dame. Praise Jesus. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Actually, in my mind, if I had to pick, which I hate picking scores, but I actually had it as like a 24-14, 24-10 game. So I think it'll, it won't look that bad on the scorecard, but I, I just think they're going to they're going to do what they want with Oklahoma State. And their offense is going to get Oof. in its own way, so they won't score a ton of points. But I think a 24-10 is a, is a perfect scoreboard in this, in this game. All right, I'm changing direction, Drake. I'm hopping on board with you. Because, what? hear me out here. This is one of my points about Marcus Freeman to start with. Marcus Freeman would not have gotten that job if there was not a chance for them to make the playoff. If there wasn't chaos in front of them, okay. they would not have hired Marcus Freeman. I think that is actually You're not going to hire a defensive insightful. coach who's been there for one year who has no head coaching experience. I think Marcus Freeman's a good coach. He is not head coach of Notre Dame worthy. Can I make a counterpoint? Yes. I think that's very good logic. I love how you got there, and I think it's much more insightful than any other analysis I've heard, and I genuinely mean that. But look at Ryan Day at Ohio State. It was kind of like, oh, my gosh, Urban, Urban left. He was groomed. That's fair. Him. That's fair. Okay. He was there one year. I thought Ryan Day was there one year too. Notre Dame's no. Notre Dame's a good uh, good team. I've been on Drake knows I've been on them. I've been on them. But their last four games, they played a terrible Stanford school. They played an oh, awful Georgia Tech team. They played a Virginia team without Brennan Armstrong. And they played Navy. They haven't played any competition. Within the last month and a half, you got drama coming around the outside. And I I can't let my fellow thick boy go into this alone. So on that, I'm switching it. I'm taking the pokes. Trey, you can't agree with that. All right, right, wait, wait. I I, want to point out Ryan Day was only at Ohio State for one year. Really? It was during his second year that Urban left and he became acting head coach. And then they made it permanent. Drake, please. Come on. Don't do it. I, I, I wasn't going to pick Oklahoma State. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Where, where did I mean, like? I don't know where the we f- did you get I was going to pick Oklahoma State. <laughs> I thought you were picking them to win the national title last week. So, That's I mean, what I thought. Yeah, and then you, I watched the f***ing Baylor game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason you play and the there, game. There is a legitimate and one. I do think Marcus Freeman's a good enough head coach to be the head coach of Notre Dame. You see it the way, Nord, like Kyle Hamilton. A few other players actually have a podcast where they discuss like you know who they want coming in, like how integral they are to actually count, like Wait, the players. Them. Podcasts. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah, no. I mean, I think it's pretty, it's pretty I think it's a good hire, and I think it speaks volume that he kept the whole staff there. Mm-hmm. 
But if there's not a chance that they don't make the playoff, like Oklahoma State's at five, Baylor's at six, they're at seven, mm-hmm. they don't hire Marcus Freeman. You don't That's hire like, someone at Notre Dame who's never been a coach. I agree. That's a Yankee like, job of college football. I think it's a good point, but I just don't agree with that. I think Marcus Freeman actually has proven enough. You see, we're like Max said with Ryan Day right now over at Ohio State. You see, where Lincoln Riley was literally there for one year and then went to Oklahoma. And the main reason why I think Oklahoma State's going to, you know, lose his game is their quarterback is really bad. Spencer Sanders isn't a good QB. So, and with Max saying 24-10, I think you're being nice to Oklahoma State. I think they score six points, maybe. I'm, they might not get a touchdown this game. I think they might All right, give it well, 27 They win six game. to three. Take the under. 